This is 25 Years of Vampire the Masquerade, a retrospective podcast brought to you by UtilityMuffinLabs.com. Well, hey, folks, welcome to another episode of 25 Years of Vampire the Masquerade. I am Nathan. And I'm Bob, the and, radio. And I, I want to share this with you folks real quick before we get into the review. We start doing the recording of the podcast. And I got my headphones on. I'm listening to the audio. And normally, when we record, it's just smooth, quiet when no one's talking. And like, I notice the there's like a I don't know what they're called, but they're like these little levels, right? And they jump when when you talk, and that's so you know that you you're not bottoming out. You you're you, you sound okay. And I notice that the little bars are they're like they're like jumping, and I'm like, what is going? What is that noise? And so I push my headphones real hard into my ears and I can hear what sounds like commercials playing. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And Bob is standing there or sitting there. He's holding his microphone. And I'm like, is that coming from his computer? I'm, I'm looking around on my computer like what's playing? And there's n- nothing playing on his computer. And I'm like, hey, Bob, do me a favor. Set your computer down on the table. He does. I'm like, all right, pick up the microphone. He picks it up and I can still hear it. And I'm like, are you emanating a, a radio station, Bob? Like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> and I'm Just like, Just weird. Right. So I walk over with my headphones on and I grab the microphone and it, it, the microphone was literally just picking up like a radio station. Not because it was playing in the room, it just like picked up the signal. And was just playing through the, anyways, just weird crap that you deal with when you record podcasts. Um, so anyways, today we're going to be reviewing the Tremere clan book, the revised edition of the Tremere clan book. And I'll ask you, Bob, did you have any deep revelations when reading this revised edition clan book? That's the thing about this. I feel like the clan Tremere book was written well when it first came around. Uh-huh. Well enough. It just didn't define their structure. Yeah. Right. That's the only thing it lacked. Right. So honestly, in the revised, they detail the beginning. Right. Aren't fantastic. But then they also get into the meat yeah. of a clan and the structure build. And that's what I think made this a good a good read. Right. Um, I did pick up some things. Um, you know, of course, the Tremere clan didn't really change too much. But how the Tremere clan was presented, you get your entry story, right? Just like you you do in every book. And that's fine. You you see the transubstantiation is seven. But then you get the beginning, the history of the clan. And what I really, really liked about this was that this is presented as it would be presented to a new Tremere. And it is an utter whitewash of Tremere history. It says in there, oh, there was some gangrel and some uh, shamse that helped us to discover the the secrets of immortality. Not that we literally stole immortality from these clans and murdered them. Right. It it literally whitewashes it. Like, yeah, they were a little resentful, but you know, these things happen. And I was like, that's that's beautiful. It presents this clan in a way that is history is presented to us in a way that makes us look vibrant and good. We're not the villains. We're not the bad guys. We're the ones that are bringing vampirism and the Camarilla up into the modern age. And this is how we got here, right? 
We don't have that long history. We don't have to worry about all that stuff because we're new. We're vibrant. We're ever adapting and ever changing. And I was like, ah, oh, you guys are such scumbags. It's it's definitely the flavor uh, of the thing. I guess when I when I was reading, because I was reading this all up until last night too. Yeah. When I sat there and read it, my mind was just like wrote. <laughs> it really was like, yep, that's that's how it is. Right. Uh, but no, you're absolutely right. When you get to that, it's uh, that those nuances really are what make the revised. Right. Right. And uh, so, but a lot of that history, I don't know, a lot of that history is told so many times. Like yeah. throughout their products, the story of Clan Tremere is one of the ones that's beat like a drum. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It it definitely is. And um, So what are some of the things that we get in this book that would that we would need to have a revised version of this of this clan book for? Well, the revision is, the, is a harder look at the pyramids pieces, right? Of what it means to be a part of Clan Tremere and the ranks and right. what they mean. And... It's interesting to note, they make a distinction and say, okay, the number seven before would have you leave to believe there must be seven. Right. There must never be less than seven. It's a number of power, all number of things. Right. That's great fanaticism. You must be one of them pyramid follower cults. Yeah, you're a pyramid fanatic. The truth is, is that seven's ideal. Right. Seven's ideal because they're trying to make mini armies that are not over the line to draw attention to themselves, and it's not to so little as to not support a chantry. Right. You're trying to run a building and have it worthwhile there. And in this, that's where I often make the distinction. That it's like a it's like a corporation. Right. You know, if I'm going to open a store, I'm going to make a store worthwhile. Very much. What's what's the point of opening the store? Well, I need a good manager. We'll call them a regent. And then I need a sustained staff of diehard good people that can serve the building. Right. Those are apprentices. And they serve based on their individual merit, their purpose, right? Like, you know, I'm not going to have you... Uh, Harley Quinn, the ma- the the former mage, the man who uh, you know all the you're the guy who owns the the bookstore, the secret bookstore. Could you do me a favor? Could you tell me what the stocks look like today? I don't know stocks. How do I do that? No, your job is to clean the fucking books and put the eyeballs in the jars. That's why we have Tommy the stock guy, right? Because Tommy the stock guy is good at stocks. That's the merit, and that's the distinction, right? Clan Shamir sees assets, right? Everyone is an asset serving who. Tremere. Right. You serve him. Or really the Council of Seven as he's having difficulty these nights. And that's and that's the point. <laughs> or right? he's not having difficult. Right. And you yeah. don't know. But it's based on how you want to see it. But the important facet that you bring out there, no other clan breaks them down like that. Right. Even and I'll say this, even by comparison, Clan Asimite's the closest I'd say that would reach this pyramid hierarchy of a place for everything and everything in its place. You know, play to your strengths is what it's talking about. Clan Shamir defines it like, you know, your skill set means more than anything as to what you can contribute and in this it also points out that your quote-unquote rank yeah the only thing that matters if you're an apprentice right lord pontifex or one of the council of seven other than that your circle ranking is a social distinction in a tool that lets you know where you stand with the local authority right and the one thing that I, i i read in here too was the the general sense of liberty this clan gives you as an individual i remember it being much more constrictive like you, you're you're an apprentice of the first circle you stay in the chantry you don't leave and what i what i read in here was like you're embraced now fuck off and do something right come back once a week talk to us unless i'm a very uh conservative regent i don't want you come to me when you've got something like what are you adding to the clan right and the and the deeper or the higher you get in the circle is the more kind of like, all right, 
you're now 17 years old, you have a driver's license, you can go to a party overnight, just call and check in once in a while, just so we know you're alive, right? And and that was the one thing that I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Because the regent is, he's got his own shit to deal with. He's got to go, all right, you know, I got to talk to this person. I've got to vie with these other people. I have political agendas I have to handle. We want to be constantly showing where we're growing this clan. The, the regent has to tend to the chantry. Right. That's their focus. Right. That's their point. And but that doesn't necessarily mean they're the permagen. Right. No, not if at there all. is a permagen where right. you're at. And so when you look at that, that's where I'm like, you know, I don't, I don't disagree with what you said. What I'm looking at is like, you know, that strict structure structure's there. Mm-hmm. It's there. to like if you're an apprentice of the second circle, what does it mean? Well, it means you're not a fledgling. Right. It means you figured out how to feed and what the clan is and what it's about. And you're able to come and go. You have a haven somewhere. But let's let's look at the Chantry. Right. right. That's where. Clan Shamir kind of gets deviated. Right. What I mean by deviated, people all have their own take of what a chantry is, but we can all agree on one thing. That's the place where the magic happens. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's the place where the clan resources, the big wigs hang out. That's where I can come and socialize and meet everyone else and socialize the key distinction. Right. I like to think of it as as clearance, right? Your your rank is like a level of clearance. Well, you you get to learn this whack-ass basic ritual because if you don't know the basics... You, you don't get the other stuff. So right. how about you go show me what you can do with that and come back and we'll talk. Right. And then maybe you'll get extra clearance later on down the road. It's like uh, one of those uh, un- universities that espouses a, uh, a, a book. Um, what am I thinking of? We have one out here where it's a, it's a bookstore separate. It's helped uh, funded by the Catholic church, but ultimately it's just a, it's a club, right? A bunch of scholars can go there and you could be a member to pay the fee. I think it's like $200 a year. But you can go there and get any one of their books off the shelf, sit down and read specialist theological, uh, some of it occult-esque. I have material. no idea. It's it's out here. I'll remember the name at some given point. But uh, I said occult. I've never been in there. It might. But right. a lot of times you get, when it's the- theological or what have you, you also get to see what's what's fun. Uh-huh. Right? They call the fun section. I at one time had a, had a priest out here at one of the Catholic churches that, uh, that I visited uh, back in the day when I practiced. And uh, he he told me about it because I was very inquisitive and very combative uh, in discussion of that of you know the Bible. You know, here was the lesson right. that we talk about it. That's how I've always seen Clan Shamir, where a group of scholars get together in a building or club that we all collectively fund, or that a higher group funds, and the regents, the manager that oversees it, and they know a lot of not a lot of knowledge, but they're basically a glorified librarian. Difference is in Clan Shamir, a glorified librarian can melt all the apprentices who visit. Right. <laughs> so let's let's right. just make that distinction right. right now. I'm not saying they're not. I'm just saying primarily they're here to manage. Right. But what's a manager do? They facilitate activity pertaining to the structure that is there. In this case, the Clan Shamir. Right. So an apprentice is expected to live out of the Chantry. Yes, absolutely. You visit, right? We're not supposed to house your ass, but you visit and you get to practice here, use assets here. As long as those assets are pertaining to the Tremere Code. Right. Right. We beat the Tremere Code to death. But remember, one of the tenets is that you are always working towards strengthening House and Clan Tremere. And you will never scry on members of House and Clan Tremere. Right. It's big. It's in the oath. It's a You'll done never deal. scry. Um, but yeah, definitely they give you, of course, the Tremere Code. You should read the Tremere Code. You should swear by the Tremere Code. But then also... They give you, and this is something that I have not seen in any other clan book or anything like it, and that is a list of things you can and cannot get away with. 
right? And I think that this is really good because for a clan like this that can seem daunting and can seem like really difficult to traverse, and I would say even for some people, it might seem frustrating because you can't get anything done. This having a thing that says, hey, here's what you can do. Here's what you can't do unless. And to me, that that's that's good. This is a difficult clan, I think, to just pick up and, and, and run with. Right. They are complex because they are sort of specialist. And, you know, understanding the inner workings of it, I think it's a good job to good, a good job. You guys did good. Thank you. So here's uh, what I also think is good. Tons of people asked this, no doubt, from the first day. I remember hearing a lot of it. Mm-hmm. And you even were talking about it on a podcast about how the misconception of seeing a group of dudes looking real serious. Right. Take over the top serious about being a member of this clan. Drew clan book? No, get out of here, loser. Yeah. They get into one thing. It's called, what exactly is a loyal Tremere? Or how do I be a Tremere? <laughs> and this is a, a quote. A loyal Tremere is any Tremere who has something to gain from the clan by screwing you over. Everett Thig, Tremere Apprentice. Right. Well, well, yeah. Yeah. That's a loyal Tremere. What's he saying in here? Well, what he's saying is, is the fact that we're highly competitive. And a loyal Tremere is anyone who, on the surface, seems to be following the code because they're not caught breaking the code to better themselves. If they better themselves, they're better in Clan Tremere. Right. Because anything you do should always go to pay up. So it's basically a glorified mafia. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, the, these, the, the concept of screw thy neighbor is no more evident than it is in the Tremere clan. It is definitely a cabal of greedy miscreants trying to screw each other over for the uh for the reward of a higher up seeing them and going i like what you did there i like what you brought to the clan well here here's a here's another key you can get into that room now how about that you like that like that good room right and meanwhile that higher up is going look what my chantry did Look at all the look at all the praise we brought the city. Look at how we protected this. Look at look at how we look at how we paid up. And somewhere there's a lord going, I like what you did. I like your chantry. As I see it, you're an apprentice that regent becomes your uh, your local don. Right. Your local capo. Right. And every time you go to him and you're like going, So I got this thing going on. Did it bear fruit? It's like it did. Good on you. Right. What did I get? He runs a crew and you're you're a soldier in his crew and he's paying up. And everything, you know, all things uh, pay up to Caesar. You're an earner because if you're not an earner, you're a rebel. That's a really good. That's a really good comparison. Like they definitely like they're like magical criminals, like magical organized crime. <laughs> it's like essentially, it's, yeah, it's super accurate. So when you take it away, that's exactly what it is. But when you also look at it, well, where's the misconceptions? I like to point that out too. Where people have the hardest time about Clan Schmears, it's not fucking Hogwarts. No, it's definitely not. Right? Even it's, not, a li- it's, it's not even a little warty. No, it's nothing to it. We're not even a damn wand. Why I make the distinction so passionately is because when you all get together in your chantry and you're, you're looking at other Tremere players like, oh, thank God we're, we're in a coterie automatically because we're Tremere and we should, we should be Tremere right now. You're missing something, right? Yeah. What, what are you missing? Oh, well, you're trying to move up, right? You're ultimately trying to gain more knowledge using the clan to do that and be an asset. Well, they're trying to do the same thing, and they're right. your competition. And when you make them your buddy and you're bringing them in, that's well as long as they're serving you. I do mean that. And by the way, that other person better be thinking you're serving them. Well, why? They foster that feel in the clan book. They want you to feel that way, so there's productivity. Right. 
right? There's nothing worse than having a complete, what is, what is it called when a company has a complete hold over a specific niche? A monopoly? Yes. Why a monopoly is frowned upon is because it doesn't help the economy. It only helps that company. Right. And why you don't want a monopoly is because competition breeds more. Right. Right? We'll have more to get from or more to gain if we keep that company on the up and up and on its toes, basically. And competition does that naturally. Well, that's never more seen in Clan Tremere. Because if Nate's an awesome wizard in one field, and I'm not a good at the thaumaturgy at all, then I better be really good right. in handling the mundane tasks to combat it. And well, I mean, that's the thing, too, about the Tremere clan. They are not these, like, these wizards with eldritch power hoarding it in, in some dark cave, because that defeats the purpose of the Tremere. Right. The Tremere found a way to take their immortality, and they found a way, over the course of a short period of time, to put themselves into the culture of vampires and to be accepted as a founder of one of their sects and respected among them. And the reason why they were able to do that is because they don't have the power of age old discipline. Uh, you know, they, they don't have what the venture have with dominate. They don't have what some of the other clans have with presence. They have thaumaturgy. They have a path that they believe they invented. And the reason why they believe they invented it is because they had to develop a way to be useful. They had to develop something that allowed them to very quickly change direction and be a potent addition to other vampires, give something that others didn't have, which means they're not a clan who's harboring these old ideals and concepts. They can't. They never have. They're a young clan. So in other words, they're immortal life hackers. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. It's it's shortcuts to success. Right. It's ruthlessness to success. It's it's a clan pyramid based on getting it done. Oh, absolutely. And they talk about in here, what is the point of a ritual that allows you to communicate with your sire when you could pick up a phone and make the phone call? Right. Well, we teach you that so you know the basics, but we acknowledge that. We acknowledge that there are things that are no longer viable. There are paths of thaumaturgy where we were like... That's that's pointless. And another thing they stand on that may be be excuse me that may be tradition, but I can get technology that breaks into your phone call. Right, you can't break into my magical ritual. Right, right, absolutely. And I mean that's the fun. It's also check and balance. Right of introduction. If I go to a city and use it, only Tremere can respond to it. Right, and I'm gonna know what's going on. My only fear is if that Tremere is infernal. Right, and someone there that they might be allowed to be infernal. Basically, what it's saying is we we got to be on our game. We've always had to be on our game. We have to meld what we can do with blood magic with what is viable technologically because more so than any other clan, we're not bound by tradition. We're bound by forward momentum and growth and being viable, forever being viable. But does that mean tradition doesn't have its place? No, that's the whole structure. Right, right. That's where we're pitching from. That's the pitcher's mound. What we're saying is, is that we look to the young to produce <laughs> right. in any way they can. <laughs> right. And that means that, okay, cool. I may be a stodgy dude who believes in no technology and I believe in magic power saves all because it does. And it has, right. However, if you're going to walk up to me and tell me that you have all this technology to mimic something that would take me hours to do. However, your only fallibility is other technology. Mine is not fallible. Right. You go on. Right. Because at the end I can save you. Right. You can't save me. Look at it like this. They very much emphasize that the Tremere play a dual life. They play a life of courts and politics inside the Camarilla because it's, it's something that they participated in inventing. They were well aware of what they were stepping into. 
right? And in the Camarilla, it's just a bunch of old bastards and nobody's moving. Well, there's always an open position in the pyramid. There's always, always a brick that we can fit you into. There's always room to grow there. So you could be that guy who walks onto Elysium and nobody knows you. You're some neonate pud. Eh, blech, I don't even like the way you dress. And you're like, meh, sorry. I guess I'll just hang out over here with the little kids. But meanwhile, you possess great cosmic power in the Tremere clan. Right. So... Well, what about that cosmic power? Like, why is that structure so different and so valid? Well, to them, they also break things down even further. And not only answers that question, but when you think of houses, I love how they relate their own house and clan Tremere. House Tremere is just a house that's super hyper-focused on its success. And they encourage houses. Right. A house is basically a social circle uh, bound together to serve one specific facet that they're great at. Yeah. And they list examples. And why I like the examples is because... You have House Dres Megastus. Mag- uh, it's based on symbology and numerology, because that was found to be worth studying. Of course, any hermetic ritual worth its salt has something of that in there. And then, I'm just going through the top here. You have Daughters of the Crone, birth and death magic. Well, that's odd. That strongly seems to be, you know, like Wiccan based and could be what yeah. have you. Absolutely, you're right. That probably is found in, in that right. house. And then you even have one that's dedicated to two others that'll throw you. House Goratrix. Thaumaturgy, that is their sole viewpoint. Why? Because if you know Tremere, Goratrix was always told that's what he's <laughs> supposed to do and was sent abroad to do then. What did he do? He went to the Sabbat. Right. Tremere anti-tribute of the Sabbat focused on one thing. Right. Blood thong. Oh, and uh, spoiler alert, although it's not a spoiler at all because this book has been out since the year 2000. Uh, all the Sabbat Tremere are dead. More to come on that later. So, and that's uh, and that's as a whole, right? Yeah, it's more to come later. But like when we say dead, we're not saying every one of them is gone from the world. We're saying the vast majority known. Yeah. Uh, in 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 this book, basically, we get a full understanding that White Wolf in revised has written the Tremere to tribute out of the game. That's what it is here. Um, V20, not necessarily. Certain things stay, certain things leave, but they're written out. And we're saying as a disclaim book, because White Wolf even contradicts itself in two other books after this. We'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's Where why I said more to yep, come later. Yep. yep. But remember, this is the Whitewash clan perspective. Right. Right. So uh, the other house that's important here is the Horn Society. Yes, it's infernalism. It allows non-kindred members. That's weird. High Saturday, Voodoo and Necromancy allows non-Tremere members. A house is a social club. Yeah. That's what it is. So when we talk about they're allowed to study infernalism, no, you're not, because you asked that question. (laughs) You're not allowed at all. Right, right. That's a question for your higher-ups. Resume your studies. Meanwhile, those members who are part of the Horn Society, what have we discovered? Well, we've opened this hidden tome, and we've discovered a name of power. Perfect. Well, that's great. It's good. So you know how to bind something to get us more power? Well done. Well done. Hey, um, you should hide your witch's teeth there that you may or may not have sold your soul for. (laughs) <laughs> right just advice because when you do i gotta kill you right because that goes against the code so yeah it's weird so like would, would you as storytellers allow people to play house of the horn society i sure would but when you ask it like that i'm absolutely going or am i <laughs> like now i gotta be sold right right it's one of those things on the list what you can get away with what you can't you can't get caught it even tells you what if what if nate was that member of the horn society right there with bob but nate got caught and Nate said, fuck you. I'm not going down with you guys. And he leaves. Well, that's easy. Our answer, are, well, we have asters. Right. We have an entire ranking based on finding and dealing 
with threats to the clan, particularly those of a thaumaturgical bent. Right. Particularly you. Right. Why? I have a whole entire house. The Horn Society is going to tell me all that you might have studied, how to counter it, how to find you, and how to deal with you. So once you're in Clan Shamir, there really is no escaping Clan Shamir. Right. They they even talk about dealing with like rogues or dealing with anarchs or uh, autark in, in the same fashion. Um, it's interesting. Are you a problem? Then we're going to hunt you down and deal with you. Are you, are you not a problem? Well, you know, you're just an annoyance. Then eh, whatever. Just remember, uh, on Elysium, we're, we're all one until we're not. And then you're a problem. Right. And right. Th- that's, that's the distinction. It's not a, like an automatic, you're fucked if you're an anarch. You're fucked. No, it's not. You know, sometimes Tr- Clan Tremere wants to have a point of contact in a, in a land where Tremere is not really well respected or more importantly, the Camarilla or not. And, uh, you know, it's very much so. You're, you're not a problem until you are. And when you're a problem, the clan deals with you. But until then, produce. And in here, you're going to find how to run that. How to run all those social things we just talked about, the rankings, the ins and outs. Uh, what happens, like what, what are the responsibilities of those positions are in here? Like I said, they get very detailed on what the pyramid should be and what it's about. And whereas you have freedom to be you, you also have a job to do. You always have a job to do. It is the one clan where you cannot say, you know what, I'm going to do my own thing and interview with the vampire. I'm going to kind of go through and learn about my humanity. Great. Yeah, um, found a house society, write the report, but um, we got rent and lights to keep on. What have you done for that? Right. Um, uh, I haven't done anything. Right. Okay, so we'll <laughs> we'll talk later. We'll talk later at the clan meetup about you doing nothing right. with the immortal blood in your veins. And, uh, well, it's so, good you've done nothing because you haven't learned anything either, and you're not going to, so... So welcome to be an ostracized. So, I mean, are there pitfalls? Of course there are, but it's no different than any other clan in that aspect. In fact, every clan book has it to where you're on one side or the other. Right. If you pick a side or get tossed to one is really the way it goes in a lot of it. So I'd like to offer a criticism. Just one criticism I've noticed in a long line of playing or or, or running games with Tremere in them. I've I've found that in many circumstances, the players of Clan Tremere, and, and I'm I'm talking purely from a LARP perspective, the players of Clan Tremere always present this sort of this face of unity, like Clan Tremere are unified in all things. They get that. That's awesome. What they don't get is the the it it doesn't have to be that way all the time. Like you're not friends. You're you're competing. You're vying for uh, like it, it to me there a lot of times and this isn't uh, I don't mean everybody, you know, plenty of people get the difference, but it's not always clan unity inside. We're competing. We're not friends. We're sharks. We're swimming and we're all trying to eat the same goldfish outside. Yes, definitely present that forward face that unified Tremere clan. But man, once we leave Elysium, f- fuck you unless unless not like we're friends if we are. And if you're someone I need to get over on, I'm going to get over on. To me, this clan, more than any other, is a prime example of what I've heard a lot of complaints about this game. That's just a game of screw your neighbor. Clan Tremere is. Right. Definitely Clan Tremere is. It is. It's it's screw your neighbor, not get caught doing it. Right. Right. That's the important distinction. Yep. It's great I want to plot against you, but I can't make it overt. It is the most plotty clan. 
and and why because you need one right if you like draconian politics and mystery and and what back back alley deals it's clan Tremere. if you like going to find if that's demon around the corner not a haunted house that's clan Tremere. you want to debunk that that spirit really is a good or bad spirit and you want to figure out how to summon them and ban them that's clan Tremere. in other words if it's a cult you're looking for you're in the right clan but do remember if it's also politics you're looking for it's also that clan. right and to me i see like when i think about clan Tremere. I think of like a, have you ever seen a good CIA movie? Yep. To me, the clan Tremere is like the supernatural CIA. We all work for the same, we're we're all together, right? For the agency, but also like you got to go and I'm going to get rid of you. I'm totally going to kill you, but I'm going to blame it on that foreign invader guy. Like, you know, it's to me, it's the CIA. Everyone right. sits in the, in the room and they're like, yeah, I've got a briefing and yeah, knowledge and information, but I've got my own agenda and you've got your own agenda, but you know, here out in public, we're all you know, moving forward. But meanwhile, I'm moving in three kilos of cocaine on an airplane and I'm doing it under the guise of legitimate legal precedent. Like that's just to me, that's what the Tremere are. Because you're, I mean, you are, you're a fan of being the individual. And bringing them in in vampire because that's how you made your character. It's how it starts. How right. it should be portrayed. I get why people band together. It happens in Clan Bruja all the fucking time, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't understand how a clan based on rebelling often does it. That's why yeah. whenever I play Clan Bruja, I don't give a fuck about Clan Bruja. Yeah, you know, I'm an individual just like all my friends. You, I handle I, my blood is is secondary to what my concept always is. And yeah, I'll yeah. have traits from it. You'll know my clan, but I never use it as a reason to you know. I don't. In other words, I don't need you right. to be me. Is what it comes down to. And Clan Shamir, same distinction. Yeah. Here's why I get it though. If you're coming in and you want to some people want to read, master, and know something so well that they can only get along with other people just like them. Right. Who've done it. And Clan it's the Shamir, safety on the inside. Exactly. Clan Shamir gives you that outlet. And this clan book will definitely help you do that, provided you use the nuances in this clan book and keep it unique and fresh. Right. If you're just doing it to do it and then kind of sit back and be the snarky a holes over everybody else who aren't Clan Shamir. Right. All you're doing is you're turning into those two puppets. Remember? Well, right. In the Muppet Show who sit up top and make fun of people. But also, I also yes, I, I do recall, yes. Um, but also, I, I would caution, too, um, one of the pratfalls that I notice a lot are, like, mage players wanting to play Tremere. That's not what the Tremere are. No. The Tremere are not mages at all. They don't have the mentality of mages. They don't approach magic the same way in, in most circumstances. I'll defend that on one angle. House Tremere was a mage house. Yeah. That's where they come from. Their structure is based on what that was. Sure, yeah. But what you're saying is look beyond it. You got to look at what they became, not where they were. Yeah, absolutely. And when you come in saying, I've seen this happen before and I saw it disastrously go down. Someone came in and says, I'm going to play a Tremere who used to be a mage. I was embraced a mage and I'm playing that concept. Well, why I went wrong is because what are you asking to do? Right. Basically play an emo character. Because you're somebody with the keys to the universe with a bright and vibrant soul and mastery, and you died. And there went that connection, (laughs) and it's gone. Right, and you'll never have it again. It's impossible. You'll never have it back. More importantly, you know, from what I've been told and read, you'll never get it back. No. You're dead and gone, and it's gone. And so that, where that may be fun to play, you have to play it only one way. You know, you're either going to be a megalomaniacal, angry, bitter person, or you're going to be someone so obsessed with finding what you believe can't be found that nothing else, everything else pales in comparison. Right. So, yeah. Um, any other uh, 
interesting additions to the revised edition clan book. Yeah, I really like the artwork. I think the uh, the additions to it, uh, seeing home, what's going on. What's good about the artwork is it looks very ritualistic, quite a bit of it. Yeah. You know, the uh, the thaumaturgical formulae uh, overlay yeah. on a lot of the photos is fantastic in getting you in character. Um, often I remember playing Tremere, I kept this clan book, because even in live action, I'd carry it around, and I had that if I play a Tremere, just to remind me, you know, so- something to keep you in character. Right. You know, this is where I come from, this is what I'm about, that's what you want to do. And that's that's what I would say. I also think that their take on actually listing the powers which is what they did in revising all of them. They started listening to powers and how they relate to the clan right? and how they use them. They're in clan disciplines and auspics to give a good rendition of how one would use it thaumaturgically yeah. even and how it benefits that dominate and how to use it to do what you need to do as a Tremere. Oh yeah. And it's jam packed with uh, like merits and flaws and very specific derangements for the clan. And um, I always like that stuff because I, I feel like merits and flaws are great to help you to, give a visual representation of uniqueness of your character. Yep. And I may be alone in that. A lot of people are like merits and flaws are just for points and powers. I don't agree. I think that they give you additional, like they're there to flesh out your character. How often do you recall a character and you don't mention your quirks? Right. Right. It's uniqueness that made you stand out. And what I think, especially in a LARP situation, even actually even in tabletop uh, situation, what sings your sheet better I find that I explore other players as a player. Sometimes it's an NPC. I want to know what makes you tick. Can you can you act to me who your character is, and can we have a conversation so I kind of feel who you are and, and breathe the character that you envision? And how does this relate to the Shmir clan book? This entire clan book is filled with a mentality and a culture that allows you to portray those aspects through your character to hammer that home. And they do a good job there and in their templates. I just wanted to, uh, before we like wrap up the podcast, I wanted to bring something up too. And it's kind of just like a little passage that, um, you know, I read and in most circumstances people would just pass over, but I think it might have even more relevance now with where the V 20 and then potentially the V five, uh, storylines are going. And that's a little passage from page 23 and it's about Gehenna. And uh, literally it says, and Gehenna, question mark, hmm, indeed. We encourage our neonates to delve into the benefits of the modern age. What's the point of taking the effort to fuel a ritual designed to contact one sire when a simple telephone will do the job? Because of our relation to one another, the pyramid, we have a singular advantage over other kindred. We can share the ideas that work and discard the ones that don't in a unified fashion. The question is, what are we becoming? We have seen what vampires were in the nights of history. Then they were predatory monsters who filled the roles of legends. Tonight we are much the same. We still feed upon blood. We avoid the sun and we exist in a perpetual unaging state. But as we absorb this new world, the changes uh, that it reflects in the kind come to reflect in those who join us. The world no longer needs legends or bojums, bojums who stalk the shadows between thatched huts. Our own call to power, the adaptability that the Tremere needed in order to make the leap from mortal to kindred, causes us to accept change perhaps more readily than many other clans, yet at the same time we cannot tell where that change leads. The old prophecies whisper of Gehenna, of the rise of the Antediluvians and the destruction of the kindred race. When vampires themselves are no longer creatures from legends, though, what of the legends? 
Will Gehenna ever be what we imagine? If the world is so changed, has Gehenna perhaps already come, but taken a form that we have not recognized? Do we walk in its aftermath already? The prophets who wrote the legend so long ago would hardly recognize this world. Perhaps the Gehenna that they described was only in the words that they could understand, not a picture of this new millennium. That's, it's amazing. Right. Right. And and the reason why I brought it up is because we get this concept of like a cyclical Gehenna that's coming in this new material. And I'm curious, I wonder, maybe this is not a new idea after all. I adore it because that to me is the icing on the very good occult cake here. Only masters of the occult. You know, it's one of the masters of the occult, which Clan Shamir is. Right. Could give you a perspective jaded. And how how many religions can you think of on top of your head a spouse and ending? Right. Or a grand new beginning. Right. right? That's at that rapture is even a fantastic word for it. Right. And that's what it is. And many people believe it's cyclical. Many religions do as well. And this is awesome. Uh, to have that patch because I I did overlook that mm-hmm. you know but hearing it uh, it's beautiful because everybody else goes oh it's coming to an end it's gonna be massive right the devil's coming right and all all the end of the world is is just a new beginning you know it's the end of that world eventually our worlds individually will end but it won't be an end for the world you know right. and uh, yeah I think that um, the Tremere uh, I think they're one of the more popular clans for obvious reasons and um, they're backstabby nasty sniping little evil hellions but there are little evil hellions you got it so uh yeah that's uh that's i I guess that's where we we draw to conclusion the review on clan book tremere so next week you should have a new podcast from us about the asamite clan book revised edition thank you guys for listening uh don't forget to check out our discord support us on patreon if you like our podcasts like us on twitter follow us on facebook do all that stuff We'll talk to you later. Goodbye. World domination! Yeah!